0: The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Deep inside my heart, I've got this
1: everlasting light that's shining. Like the sun, it radiates on everyone. Cause the more that I give, the more I've got to give. It's the way that I live. It's what I'm living for. In episode eight, join us in the arena as we shed light on the concept of giving. Hey, listeners, welcome to In the Arena. I'm Jackie Goldberg.
0: And I'm Leah Smart. And today, we are going to be exploring the many sides of giving. Um, So as we were starting to explore this, we were interested to find out if there were any health benefits associated with giving and philanthropy. Um, And if you run a quick Google search, you will find the answer is yes. A ton. Um, A ton, right. Uh, So in one of the articles we found from U.S. News, uh, it said that philanthropy actually doles out several different happiness chemicals, um, including dopamine endorphins, actually give you a sense of euphoria and oxytocin. Um, And those actual endorphins are associated with tranquility, serenity, or inner peace. Um, So that got us really excited, and we wanted to explore this topic a little bit further. And that just references
1: philanthropy, but we know that there is so much that goes into this concept of giving. We are both so passionate about this topic specifically around generosity. And when we had our conversations, Leah, we were really addressing the spectrum of giving, Mm -hmm. right? And philanthropy is just one aspect, but then also to those really small moments of giving that we see in everyday life, which is so beautiful, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, and then even like the dark sides of giving, and, yeah. and the dark sides meaning what comes along with it and kind of looking at, at it from a different mindset, uh, which was a really interesting conversation that I'm excited to have today on it.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, but first and foremost, what was that song we just heard?
1: <laughs> so that song you just heard is a special song for me, has a place in my heart. When I graduated college, I lived in Israel for 10 months, and I did a very structured volunteering program. It was 50 of us from North America, and primarily we taught English to Israeli students and a lot of people that um, migrated to Israel. Um, And we worked in daycares with, with children, and it was a wonderful experience and taught me so much about giving back. That song specifically came from a three-week excursion that I did in the city of Sfat, which is a very spiritual city in Israel. We uh, did a lot of digging in the rubbles that are there to help uncover architectural objects. It was incredible. Um, But what I learned from this song was that the more that I gave, the more that I actually received and how giving really affects all of those around us. Um, And that song, I mean, this was more than 10 years ago and it still comes to me like I will be in the park and look up at the sun and all of a sudden I feel this moment of gratitude and that song pops hmm. into my head and so when we were preparing for today I was like I want to sing this song I love this song
0: I love that story uh, I love that you have something that actually sticks with you that's small that comes back into your life 10 years later. I think so many of us have those moments from our youth, our childhood, and just moments that, that actually like mean a lot to us that are very small, um, which we're going to talk about a little bit more. And I loved your volunteer experience. Like I, I had actually never heard that, so it was really cool to hear it uh, and hear that you did ten months. It's a very long time. Um, I'm also loving the whole architectural dig bit with like <laughs> it's giving me like the mummy, which I was watching a couple days ago, <laughs> and like Indiana Jones. Um, but you know, when we looked at giving, we looked at a few different areas of it. And I think I'd love to hear more about, you know, this big act of giving for you and how you decided this was the right thing and to move forward and and more about what it gave you.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a great point because I was very deliberate in terms of wanting to do something where I was giving back. Um, So when I graduated college, I actually graduated a semester early. And so I had some time before getting a job. I worked and and waitressed and got money and stuff, but I knew I wanted to go back to Israel and I knew I wanted to do something good for others. That's just, I felt like, and this is a really interesting point that's coming to me, is like, I felt like when else in my life am I going to be able to do this? Hmm. Which is interesting because we see how giving occurs throughout our lives all the time in in so many different ways. Um, And for me, this big volunteer experience was deliberate. I wanted to give back. And I also, you know, while I paid most of my way there and I did fundraise, right? So people gave back to me to help me get there, which was amazing. Um, It was a privilege. It was a privilege to be able to have a program out there that allows me to apply to, to spend my time in this world. Um, And be supported by the program, by the Israeli government, the U.S. government. I mean, it's amazing that they come together and they allow individuals to do this and to spend time giving back in this way. And at the same time, I recognize that not everyone got this opportunity. Right. And so it's really interesting looking back because what happened for me with that was when I came back and, you know, I lived at home and I started working. I really missed the continuous nature of volunteering. I recognized that volunteering for me became, you know, um, a day here in the animal shelter or, um, you know, city harvest on Christmas Day I used to do with my family. And those are wonderful, but they were so sporadic. And what I really took away was this continuous nature of giving that I wanted in my life. Uh, From there, I actually joined iMentor, which was a four-year program where I worked with a student in a – an outer you know city school, an inner city school, excuse me. and from freshman year to senior year, we worked together and I helped to be a support with her and she actually went to college and it was amazing to see her grow. Um, but all of this is to say that these were bigger things that I was able to look at and kind of look at my menu of options and choose kind of what made sense for me, what worked well with my schedule, what worked well with my life. amazing and also I found the privilege in that.
0: Yeah, and I think something you bring up as you're talking through this was around the fact that, A, you can choose. And sort of like these volunteer days, right, as incredible as they are, they're a little canned, right? It's like, great, so next month I'll be going off to the shelter to go do this. And while that's incredible, um, you also sort of reference this whole idea that we found when we were researching of selfless giving, right? And really, how do we tie in selfless giving, which is giving without thinking about the benefit to yourself, right? So when we plan a volunteer day, sometimes we're thinking about feeling really good because we're doing it, but it may not necessarily be fully selfless. So I think it's interesting to explore what are the small things we can do that are purposeful, intentional, but are really selfless acts that may not be as planned, right? Yeah, As a day at the shelter or as 10 months trip, which is also great.
1: Yeah. and, And I will say, and it's great, but I really didn't give this side of it much thought until you and I started having some deep conversations around this concept of giving because I was thinking about this this term giving back, right? We all we often use that giving back. And I started to look at it and dissect it. And I was like, hmm, if I'm giving back, that means I have something to give. And that means that I have enough, right? And, and all of a sudden, I started to think about it. I'm like, wow, like, like giving back is such a privilege. Like it's such an opportunity to be able to do that. And at the same time, what is enough, right? Like what allows someone to give back versus just giving? and it it really this whole sense of privilege around it and I keep using that term, but it is really top of mind for me as we um talk about you know concepts around you know diversity and inclusion and belonging and and all that comes around with it that that term really just hit with me because I realized, wow, like sometimes I give give or give back on my own terms
0: right, right on your own terms, right. And you had had mentioned there was a quote that you found that I thought was really interesting about privilege that was, if you're not thinking about something, you're probably in a place of privilege. Something like, I'm not thinking about where my next meal is going to come from um, or if I'm gonna be able to go home after work. Um, So I I like that we also point this part out, right? We're coming from a place of being able to say, I decide how to do this on my own terms. And there are some people who may not be able to do that. Um, One of the things that came up for me as we were talking about sort of the aspects of, you know, privilege as it relates to giving is also this idea of, you know, how we sometimes put up walls in our experience of giving or giving back so that we're somewhat separated from the experience of the real pain of other people, right? Um, Brene Brown talks about an experience she had where, you know, she truly and deeply saw a homeless person. Um, and it was a, such a moment for me when I was listening to her book, um, I believe it was in Rising Strong. Uh, she talks about this seeing of this person and how so many people don't look, right? So in a similar way, you know, I, I volunteered at a shelter for five years. It was a, um, an animal shelter and we had a gala every year. And so I was able to help volunteer at the shelter and then put this gala on. And then we had all these people who came to the gala and supported the shelter, which is incredible. It keeps it afloat. It's, you know, they're nonprofits. They're not making money. And at the same time, the interesting part of that is the privilege to be able to separate yourself from the pain, right? The pain that may be experienced by an animal or a person who is, you know, not that far away, but far away enough for you to not actually expose yourself to it.
1: Yeah. And what you just said about Brene Brown, the the truly and, and deeply seeing someone, I I really want to double down on that because um, we see homeless people all the time in New York. But do we really see them? Mm -hmm. Do we look them in the eye? Do we go over to them? Do we have that connection with them? And I would say the majority of us most likely don't. Um, And... It's really eye-opening when you think about the power of even just having that human connection could be a small act of giving.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And most of us don't. Most of us don't look because we don't want to, right? It's It's sometimes too painful for us. And it's which,
1: out, maybe outside of our comfort zone or right, scary.
0: Right. Exactly. And, and uh, I think this struck me because I also have this issue, right? So I think it's really important yes. to call out, like, I am not, you know, saying that you know you or i are perfect in this space but it's a really interesting one to explore as we try to become more self-aware and and just become better humans
1: yeah and it's just so funny kind of where this conversation is going because i feel like this whole concept of giving is is a positive thing
0: totally right? <laughs> and
1: and but i think what we're here to do is kind of to bring out like the vulnerable side of topics and as we are talking it just i don't know i just it's kind of it's kind of just coming up for me that i don't want to seem negative or, you know, have this like spin on it that's not positive because giving is amazing. But I think it's kind of casting that that shadow or casting a light actually yeah. on those shadows. In the shadows. In the yeah. Shadows. Yeah.
0: Because there is a light and dark to everything, right? So we're allowed to explore both of those to make it a holistic experience. Um so I'm curious, you know, Jackie, you mentioned kind of the small acts of giving and and we were talking about this place of privilege and what we do and don't do and what we see and don't see or choose to see and not see. Um When you think about small acts, what are some of the things that you do today that you feel like is a small act of giving?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great question. Um, I will say giving my time. Um, You know, as a manager, as a colleague, as a mentor, as a friend, I really try and be mindful when someone asks me for Time um, to speak, time to meet for a coffee because they want advice or they want to ask my opinion. I really try and handle that with a lot of grace in terms of um, putting them first and making the time for that. You know, and um, I do see that as an act of giving, right? Because time is a, is, a, is a real thing. Um, I think a smile goes a long way. And I will say, I remember when I was studying Kabbalah, um, they have this whole concept. I mean, Kabbalah is, for those of you listeners who aren't familiar with it, is a a spiritual study, a spiritual practice that's rooted in Judaism. And their biggest concept is all around receiving. Actually, Kabbalah um, comes from the Hebrew word likabel, which means to receive. And so their whole philosophy is the more that I give, the more I receive. And so it's give, 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 um, you know, not the other way around in terms of the more I take, the more I have. It's actually the more you give, the more you have. And um, I'll never forget someone, you know, asked a question like, I don't have a lot of money to give, and yet I see these homeless people on the subway, on the street, and I want to be giving a dollar here, a dollar there, but it adds up, and I feel guilty about that. And I'll never forget that she said – the instructor at the time was like, you can give a smile and you can give a prayer. And I actually had prayer has, you know, played a role in my life for some time now. And when I walk by homeless people on the street, more often than not, I am saying in my head, may you be blessed. And so just by sending that prayer, sending that, in my opinion, message um, to bless that person, I am doing a small act of giving.
0: That's right. And in your giving of yourself, right? And so you don't always have to give of your material things. You can give of yourself, which is sometimes even more impactful. Um, You know, I noticed you you mentioned kind of like giving these prayers. And the other day was... um, Just walking in the city on my way to the subway, I was going to work. Um, And there were like three different instances that I happened to notice because you and I were talking about giving where I saw people just do little things, Um, pick up someone's subway card or open a door for someone and smile at them. And this was just something I saw on my way to work and, you know, my seven minute walk. And I realized that, you know, in a place like New York um, or any large city or anywhere, we can become really, you know, disillusioned with how fast the city is. Everything's moving. Everyone's moving. And you sometimes like stopping and being present to Mm -hmm. some of these moments can change your whole day. It changed my whole experience. Um, I felt more excited. I felt more positive. I had a different outlook. So I was like, wow, people are really deeply good.
1: What I love about that is two things. One, the mindfulness around it like you realize what wow when i'm present i'm actually seeing what's going on and what's taking place and that's incredible cuz it brings you just into focus into awareness and the other thing that you said is that it's going on all the time and you you see it when you look for it and you don't have to look very far and right. and that's incredible
0: well, and sometimes it's something really small. And when you think about giving of yourself, I think about relationships. And this was something that came up for us as we were talking, um is you know, where do I give in the relationships that I'm in today? Uh, and again, giving of myself sometimes is listening to someone that is having a challenge or something is going on for them when I really don't have much energy left, right? I've had my own tough day or tough week or whatever it is, and I'm still there to listen. Or, you know, calling my mom, you know, on a on a random day when normally I could, I could easily just kind of keep moving through life and go through my activities and I choose to spend five minutes on the phone with her. Um, you know, I think a lot of times it's about how we provide this selfless giving, um, kind of to your point of of uh, talking about the fact that we receive so much. Sometimes we feel like we don't have anything left to give, and when we do give, we receive a lot more. Yes,
1: right? I love that. Even at the last little stretch of energy if you give something, you still get something back in return. Yeah,
0: that's right. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Beret's story
1: and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. Um, you know, I recently attended a leadership summit and um, one of the individuals who was leading an activity actually brought up a children's book. It's called, Have You Filled a Bucket Today? A Guide to Daily Happiness for Kids. I mean, it's not long. I think it's it's for toddlers, you know children um, and they actually have a website uh, wwwbucketfillers 101.com and the whole concept is around how everyone, children, grandpas, grandmas, everyone around you carries this invisible bucket and the way you act um, the small acts of kindness that you give and share with other human beings on a day-to-day basis fills other buckets and when you when other people, express those small acts of kindness, it fills your bucket. And the goal is to fill everyone's bucket, including yourself. And they also talk about how you can fill your own bucket with things that you do for yourself. So oh. that self-love piece. And they end with, at the end of the day, how filled is your bucket? And how filled are the buckets around you? And it's just a beautiful, beautiful concept. And I actually want to share the activity that we did around this, because for those of you who are in the workplace, this could be a great activity um, for, you know, a icebreaker or leadership or any type of summit that you're, you're doing, um, we each had three index cards and wrote down three things that filled our buckets in the past day and a half of the time that we had spent together at that point. And we all put our index cards into a bucket, like literally a little bucket. <laughs> an actual bucket. An actual bucket. And we mixed them up and then we all went around and chose three, so any three of the of the index cards. And then everyone read or went around the room and read out loud what those three uh, filled buckets items were. And I can tell you, you felt the energy shift in the room. It was such a sense of gratitude for me. Um, and what I also love is it was such a blend of personal and professional. You know, some people were um, – found their bucket being filled because they made it safely to wherever location they're in. Some people fill their bucket because their family allowed them to go on this work trip. Others were so grateful for um, the amazing colleagues and the opportunity to do something like this, health and wellness. Um, I mean, it really ran the gamut. And it was so beautiful. Mm. And it really fills all of our buckets. And so when we think about these, the act of giving, you know, we started talking about volunteer experiences and philanthropy, and now we're ending on a smile, right? Yeah. And I think... It's just this whole spectrum. It's like you don't have to wait. You don't have to be at privilege to give. Anyone can give, right? And right. that comes in all different ways.
0: Right. And sometimes that small gift is so much more valuable than some of the big gifts, 100%, right? 100%. changes yeah. a heart, you know? Um, I, as you were talking about this, I, I do think it's important to also just call out self-giving, we don't talk about that a lot, mm. and a lot of people think that it's wrong to give to yourself, right, or to sometimes choose you first. So I do want to also call out the fact that it's important to give to yourself as important as to give, as to give to others. Right. Mm-hmm. So being cognizant of both and holding both in balance is, is a really valuable way to live your life. It has been for me.
1: Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great point. And, um, sometimes we get hung up on what that means to give to ourselves yeah. and, and we recognize that we need to do that.
0: Yeah. And you actually mentioned, you know, you give your time. So you're a big, you know, I'm going to give time to someone who might want to have a coffee with me or ask me for, for whatever it is for 15, 30 minutes. For me, I think, Tend to be more selfish with my time. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a little different in that way. So, if I, you know, hear someone talking to me or asking me for time, I have to assess, like, does this make sense right now, today, um, or in a week, or is it in a month? And that's cool too. So, it's just really doing what works for you. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, we talked a lot about giving today, and we haven't talked about receiving as much, but it's interesting. It really comes hand in hand. And I'm just reflecting on the story you shared about being in the subway and all you were doing was being mindful and present and you were receiving something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? You, you My were just, bucket was getting filled. Your bucket was getting filled yeah. watching other people do kind things for others. Yeah, And, you know, we actually um, ran a little bit of a poll for LinkedIn employees and we asked them, you know, Have you received a random act of kindness at any point? Have you given a random act of kindness? And what was that experience like for you? Um, And, you know, you had mentioned human connection. And so in terms of watching humans doing kind things things. for one another Right. right and what i found really interesting was that when people talked about what the experience was like for them i mean they they talked about just feeling really good inside just feeling really good about themselves and how great it felt to do something for someone else but what really struck me was how many people commented on contributing to the greater good of the world having a stronger sense of purpose um the strength of human connection Feeling good around making others happy. There's there was so much connection in there, and it really just resonated with me that we are not alone in this world.
0: Right, we're here together. We're yeah. here together,
1: and so when we're giving and we're receiving, it is such a a uh, um flow. Yeah, right of of energy and a flow um between human beings.
0: Yeah, totally. And and I think it's it's interesting you even bring up energy, right? Like for those of you who do or don't believe in, in energy or have seen it before, you can see the way someone lights up when you give to them, and the mm. way that you light yes. up, you can feel that
1: you feel that. Yeah.
0: Um, so let's close out with uh, a couple of things that came up in the the survey results also where we asked people about receiving um, so you know like you said we've talked a lot about giving but we also wanted to explore what it was like to receive um, and we looked at receiving random acts of kindness we wanted to share a couple of the things we heard um, that excited us when we got our results back
1: yeah so um, it's interesting because you mentioned um, someone picking up a subway pass and you um, there was something around the subway here and I think it just brings back in terms of um what other people are doing for you in a big crowded city, right? So mm-hmm. someone dropped a subway pass and a complete stranger chased her down him or her down um the entire platform to return it to her and it was a life-saving experience.
0: Amazing. I like that one. Uh, and always a lifesaver to not lose your subway <laughs> pass. Um, and then the other one I liked was I was at the Starbucks the other day and placed my order and then realized I didn't have my credit card with me. I stepped away to see if I could find it or load money into the Starbucks app. And a guy in line behind me paid for my order and wouldn't let the cashier tell me who he was, Aww. which is incredible. So he was like an anonymous giver.
1: That's the selfless giving. There we go. Right. He it's didn't like even want the recognition He didn't the recognition want the, the, the recipient to know. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Um, We see other ones on here around like getting a flat tire on the highway and a stranger pulling over, changing the tire and then leaving. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, how many people drive right by? Yeah. You know,
0: and there's something about like this whole like escapist thing. I I love the idea of people wanting to give, but they are probably so much more excited in the way that an anonymous donor donates Mm. something, donates organs, donates money. Something about not getting that recognition is actually even more fulfilling for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the last one that I really liked was not yet, but I remain hopeful with a smiley face. Stay hopeful and look for the small things. Right. Maybe you're already getting them.
1: I think that's a great point. Looking for the small things.
0: Yeah. So with that, um, we're going to close out. uh, And our question for you to think about as as our listeners um, as we close out is what is a selfless gift that you can give today? And again, remember, we talked about time, we talked about giving of yourself, and we're excited to hopefully hear more about what you've given to the people around you and to your world. So um, we'll close out with that. And please be sure to go to go slash mindfulness for more on In the Arena. Um, We're also on iTunes and Spotify and look forward to you tuning into more episodes.
1: Have a great day, listeners.